now let's have a look at the games. We did it uh, very briefly, but do we have any more thoughts on the Storm uh, up against the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks? Well, I think this is interesting um, from our friends at ProZone, our stats provider. Um, the Storm can see the least points per game and the least line breaks. However, lead the competition in tackles made, which either means they're tackling faster or it means something. Someone told me a stat that uh, Cooper Cronk has missed one tackle in the last three weeks. Yeah, that's well, like, that's you know he's a target that you go at, yeah. and he's missed one tackle. Mind you, on his inside is Kevin Proctor, and Kevin Proctor just doesn't miss tackles. Yeah, yeah. like he, that's just one of his greatest strengths is that he, he is highly efficient when it comes to defence, and that's the thing, isn't it? Like um, we may not see a lot of points on Sunday, and and it, and there may not be those great moments of a number of tries, but that means that tries are more important then. So cracking open a defence is going to be the challenge that, you know, Shane Flanagan's got a lot going on this week about where the, where the, what the team has to do and the obligations and so forth. But during the course of all that, he has to work out how do I break open this, this Melbourne storm defence. And, and I can't help but think Ben Barber is going to be key and Michael Ennis is going to be key. Mm -hmm. Well, Ben Barber against the Storm the last time they played a grand final didn't go very well. It, Probably his quietest game ever. Yeah, that was his when he won the uh, 2012 yeah. uh, Dally M and, and Craig Bellamy worked out how mm-hmm. I'm going to stop this guy and he just sent his centres up and he allowed them to have an extra man and then the ball never got there. There's, gonna, there's some amazing matchups in this game and I, I never thought I'd say this, but I was, one of the biggest matchups uh, on Sunday are going to be the wingers. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, you've got Vunavalu, Korobidi mm. up against Fecky and Holmes. I yeah, mean, that's that's a good point. I tell you what, like Fecky last week, he should never have scored that try, but he managed to, yes. to get over the line. Like yes. I, I thought, he's absolutely no chance, but he managed to find the line. And every one of these wingers can do that. Um, so it's, I reckon that's going to be one of the key areas where you're going to say... The battle within the battle. Yeah, battle yeah. within the battle. Wingers up against wingers. And you look at Edric Lee last week and you mm-hmm. think, oh, exactly. he'll be having nightmares yeah. about that yeah. game. Uh, but that's how important the wingers are. They just need to be able to polish off in moments like that because exactly. it will yeah. be the difference between a premiership yeah, and... one drop ball, it can be a drop game final. Especially against a team like Melbourne or and yep. even Cronulla, on the other hand. You know, they're both really... Their defence is pretty suffocating and they do kind of play a very similar style of football where they do try to frustrate other teams. So the opportunity is going to be very, very few Mm. and far between. And you've got to take them. You've got to have those guys who can just finish it off. And they don't make mistakes, Mm. you know, the Melbourne Storm, and that's the challenge for the Sharks when they do make a mistake and not not being uh, made to pay for that. So uh, that's going to be interesting. The other thing is this, that we know Melbourne handle the occasion. Because a lot of them have been there before and the most important players in the spine have been there before and, and we just know that Smith and Cronk will handle the occasion. Let's hope that the Sharks handle the occasion. There is no guarantees on that. There's no guarantees around, you know, it was so great for Chad Townsend to bounce back last week. Yeah. Um, this, is, this goes to another level now. This goes mm-hmm. to another stratosphere. Yep. You're playing in a grand final for your home club um, that you've supported all your life. And now you have to guide them to a premiership. After That's all pressure. Of these years, though, as That's well. That's right. And that, but this is this is also the question mark we have had over the Rabbitohs in 2014. That's like, true. Okay, they're there. They've been the best team all year. Yep. Can they do it? Because this occasion is just enormous. And can you imagine that pressure? And they handled it. They used it to their advantage. And I feel like Cronulla did that last week as yes. well. Yes, um, they did. Basically, the same amount of the pressure because they needed to win in order to get to a grand final. If they lost, it was over. So 
um, and they handled it so well. They yeah. overwhelmed Cowboys, and we, we talked know. about fatigue. Um, and I think physically, look, the athletes are primed and ready in their recovery and their preparation. So the body, you think, is going to handle that you know, big mm-hmm. game. But at the same time, you've got that mental fatigue where if the team, uh, you've just come off a big game, the team you're, you're playing has come off a, a break, they've overwhelmed you straight away, they've got their 18 points up. That mental fatigue is the equivalent of, okay, we've got to climb Everest again here and how yeah. do we do it? Mm. And Sharks just shut them out of the game. Yeah. And mm. I think for Sharks, if they want to win this weekend, they have got to score first points. They have got to get a couple of tries in front because, as you said, Jimmy, Melbourne don't give you anything. No. So you've got to get in front on the leaderboard and, and give yourself a real good chance of holding off at the back end. The interesting thing, I was looking back over when I was coming out with my um, fearless prediction, actually, I was looking over how often Melbourne have the first try scored against them. And it's happened a fair bit this year, actually, and early. Yeah. And they've still been able to recover because I think that they have that thing where they don't panic, where they exactly. go, okay, no, yes. this is fine. Always we'll start composed. Again. Go yeah. back to the game plan. The game plan yeah. will get us points and that's what they're so good at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a look at oh, – we better get a tip then. We better get a tip. Uh, Pam, who's, who are you tipping? Oh, this it's so hard. I think I think Melbourne. Melbourne? Maria? Uh, Storm by six. I'm going to get Sharks. I think uh, fairy tales don't always come off, but I think we could see one this weekend. Is this going to be one of those crazy situations where your fearless prediction actually goes completely against no, what you I'm say earlier, yeah, within, no, earlier within the I'll podcast? I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, my fearless prediction is going <laughs> oh. to back, what, uh, back my tip. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to hedge my bets this weekend. I'm just going to lay it on all on the line. Oh, fantastic. I, I think the Storm too, in a really tight game. I think the Storm win it. Let's have a look at the uh, under-20s game, the Holden Cup game, the Panthers up against the Roosters. The Panthers have been dominant all year. No Nathan Cleary, but they've been playing without him for a long time. Up against a, a Sydney Roosters who had to fight back strongly against the Dragons uh, last week. Uh, thoughts on this one, Pam? Um, I think Panthers will run away with a big win here. But mm. also, Sydney Roosters, they have their, their lock, Nat Butcher, um, is also their captain. He yes. has been incredible this year. He's had an amazing year for an under-20s player. I thought he was pretty unlucky not to get the um, the Holden Cup Player of the Year um, at the Dally M's. But... Yeah, I think that I think the Panthers have been too good all year. They've replaced those guys who have been suspended and and things like that. Um, I think that they'll be too good. Mm. Tyrone May came back last week as well. Um, he's spent a bit of time in the reserve grade team. Yeah, actually, as have many of their team. Yep. Um, and they just once they get ahead, I think the difference was if you watch the Panthers Cowboys last week compared compared to the Roosters Dragons, there was um, a bit of a drop in quality. Not to yeah. say that the Roosters can't do it because they have beaten all these teams that were ahead of them to get here. So, mm-hmm. um, but like the Panthers are a great team. One of the bonuses for the Roosters, they did show a lot of composure, Jimmy, to get back in that game. They did. Uh, because, you know, the, 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 everything wasn't going their way, but mm. they, they did. They stuck their guns and showed a lot of composure and, and they, they, they finished off the game really quite easily and to, to get the win, it seemed. Especially given the fact they had possibly the worst kicking game we've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> but, but somehow they still got there on the back of that talent. They're, they're going to need to be better than that when they're completing their sets, uh, the back end of their sets. So um, Dylan Edwards is a star in the mm-hmm. making. So I think... Uh, uh, the Panthers all win that one. The other game is the uh, uh, state championship match, and that's the the Illawarra Cutters up against the Burley Bears, who had a they had a twenty six points to sixteen win. The Cutters twenty one twenty over the Mounties side. Hard to know without having seen a lot of the Burley Bears play. Um, we do know that Luke Page is back in there, and Cameron Cullen is the guy who I think is joining the Manly, Manly Seagulls. Yeah, and Lachlan Burr's got 
uh, NRL experience as well. So too Curtis Rowe. But um, I, the cutters for them to win last week, that was a big performance because they jumped out to a lead, got worn down, then were behind, and then still found something to come back. So, um, And, of course, we'd like New South Wales team to win that one. Well, I didn't say that out loud, finally. did I? <laughs> right, there you go. Um, so, yeah, I'm going for cutters in that one. Anyone? I reckon Burley. Um, Queensland have a big, uh, what is this, the third third year now yes. that they've run this? And I yes. think Queensland have won all of them. So. Yep, L- little really. point to note that Jason Demetrio, who's the coach of the Cutters, actually yeah. won with the Northern Pride yeah. the first year right. of this competition. So he's, um, he's jumped. He's had a great career so far. I'd yeah. like to see if he gets to NRL coaching level. Uh, well, he's okay. been assistant. He's assistant, been, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Um, Paul Green. Yeah. Yep. Assistant Paul Green, and now he's been assistant uh, Paul McGregor, Paul McGregor. Uh, and doing the Cutters job as well. They've so got, yeah. um, They've got some good players in this team as well, the Cutters. Quinlan Mann, Milne, Fly Law. Tane like Milne was a revelation at the end of the year, wasn't yeah. it? And Fifo Low, what did he score? How many tries on the weekend? Was it two? Uh, one got two and another one disallowed. That's I think. right, yeah. yeah. Can't find yeah. the line. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely. And uh, um, Jacob Host is a uh, very good player. Josh McCrone, who's got a beard now. I almost didn't recognise yeah. him. But the beauty of it is, is that he still does his interviews with his mouth guard in, so we can immediately <laughs> uh, identify. Actually, you can see in the, in the headshots that he's got his mouth guard in. <laughs> he's got his mouth in. Yeah, t- yeah. He never t- takes it out. <laughs> in, a t- in a team photo. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, there he's got his mouth guard in. He's got his mouth guard in. He's got his game. That yeah. alone wow. is worth buying Big Luke magazine for, <laughs> let me assure Maybe you, last. in this grand final That's week. Uh, it's the grand final podcast. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give him a call if you've got a legal issue to tackle. one 800 555